0: This 85. is one
1: where I don't feel bad about spoiling it. No, Mm-mm-mm-mm. no, yeah. not even uh, on. the.
0: Yeah, the gorilla dies. Welcome to the Memory <laughs> Machine, everybody. My name is Nate Lockhart, your host for this historical, anecdotal, pop cultural podcast that we do here on the Geekiverse Media Network.
1: Was, was that really the opening? Yeah, that was oh. beautiful, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, are you. you I, it I didn't, yeah. I didn't yeah. realize he was actually going to be just saying. Oh, it surprised well, here's me the too, end. but it
2: was. Uh, it really worked.
1: It's like Memento. We're going to work backwards now. <laughs>
2: Like a
0: lot of this podcast is going to be, it's going to be a surprise to most of us, because no notes today. Ooh, you know, we didn't do any right. notes. So, Pretty risky. Um, hmm But that's business. all right, because I didn't want to spoil the conversation for ourselves, because we just came fresh off of seeing the 1933 classic thriller, King Kong.
2: Indeed, indeed. Yeah. Down here, the Riviera in North Tonawanda, New York. That's right. North Tonawanda. Beautiful North Tonawanda, New York. Yes. Um, Restored theater. Pride of Niagara County. Yeah. They the throw Not the Thursdays. Niagara Falls,
0: no. North Tonawanda, is the pride of Niagara County. Yes,
2: true, <laughs> correct.
0: Liggett <laughs> shrugs his shoulders. What are we talking about? Uh, oh yeah, okay. by the way, North is, apparently. Yeah, so I, I, I'm Nate. Yeah. This guy over here is uh, Seth
2: Zelinsky. Uh-huh. Good to be back. Thanks and
0: for Dan, having me. Oh, and the other guy.
1: And this is Dan Liggett for the third time. Yeah, For
2: the third time, that's right. Well, this is the first time that all three of us are together, despite Mm -hmm. the fact that we have known each other for years and years. Yes, yes. that's
0: right. In fact, uh, Zelensky and I are in a very special club that I believe only one other person is a part of Yeah, that's not here. Uh,
1: Which would be my wife?
0: Yeah, which would be your wife, which is roommate's. Of Dan Liggett. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we are we are Although, in that club together. Your, you and I.
2: Has anyone in your family ever been a roommate of yours? No,
1: okay. I had two sisters growing up, and they were twins, so they split the big room in the house, and then okay. I had the small one.
2: That's right. Oh goodness. Yep. Yeah, that's right. That's so, exciting. So we're part of that that's Thanks for special me. club.
0: Yeah. Um, at Houghton College. That's right. The middle of nowhere, it was, New York.
1: It was a pleasure. To be yeah. roommates with both of you.
3: Oh,
1: you
2: as well. After we got over the initial growing pains, <laughs> <And we laughs> I feel like that's together a, for a year. podcast
1: for a different subject for not the memory machine. I left for so. a few
2: years, came back. Yeah, much better.
1: Everything changed. There you go. We we, we matured. We did. We matured. M- in matured.
0: Our um. So we were talking about doing a week in geek, and I didn't have anything prepared as. As is tradition, <laughs> and, uh, and uh, Zelensky did not either. He he thought about it before I did, but he forgot. But at the eleventh hour, Danley Dan gets swoops in. in.
1: It would be impossible to have me on any podcast if I don't talk professional wrestling at all. Okay, well, all right. Oh. And it, this is a, this is a big one because okay. August 9th nineteen ninety nine, was the debut of Chris Jericho on Monday Night Raw. It was a oh. big get for WWF at the time. He Chris Jericho was a mainstay on WCW. He was frustrated. He could only hang around in the mid-card. He was ready to go to the main event level, but management did, didn't see it that way, so he kind of checked out there, was able mm-hmm. to make some very secretive deals with Vince McMahon. And then on August 9th, there was the countdown clock that had been going for a little bit beforehand, I want to say like a month or so, that had been ticking, maybe longer. Oh. Uh, and the big reveal was it was Chris Jericho, and that was before spoilers, and it was before... Everybody yeah. knew everything online. So yeah, it was before the it dirt was sheets were common surprise. knowledge. Yeah, yeah. but it, it led to a great moment where he got to spar with The Rock uh, and really took off his career. What what year was that again? That was 1999.
0: Oh yeah, the he tide the, the, the tide was really turning by that point. Yes. Oh, he's gonna back up. All right, because <laughs> right. we we're talking because we're talking about wrestling. He's like, no, nah, it's a good time for me oh, to grab, my, grab my coffee.
1: Uh, What's fun about that is Chris Jericho got the idea, he was in a post office, and that post office had a big clock that had a countdown to the new millennium, and it was a countdown to Y2K, and he thought, <laughs> I can use that, so he changed <laughs> that to Y2J, Chris Jericho <laughs> had the countdown going, and of course, you know, it ran out in August instead of the new year, but yeah. it was a really a great moment, an iconic moment.
0: Wow. Well, wow. So there you go, Chris Jericho. Look so, up some of his ma- was, he, was he a cruiserweight? Do they call it consider him a cruiserweight, or was he <laughs>
1: anybody who wasn't 6'5 and 300 pounds? Was considered well, well like yeah, I, I mean, as far but as yeah, WWE he, was concerned, he was, he was 6'1, 6'2, six he, one, yeah. he's only or 5'11. He's just floating around that six foot mark, yeah. So, so but he, yeah. he probably weighed like you know 230, 235, yeah, and marked him as a cruiserweight,
0: yeah, yeah. That's been sick, man, for you. So Nineteen big, years. Big, big oh men. no, that
1: wasn't Vince. That was in WCW. Oh, WCW. Yeah. By the time he got to WWF, they realized what they had. They, he was world oh. champion within All right you know, two years. Oh well,
0: no, good for it. WWE. Doesn't is usually uh, isn't usually that uh, uh, prescient with who they have. At least judging by nowadays, <laughs> the by- way they've squandered <laughs> the, the way from, from what I've heard, they've squandered guys like AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. AJ
1: and- Styles has been. WWE champion for oh has he almost a year now so i wouldn't say he's being squandered. Well, i don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> and goodbye. Neither guys do i. I. <laughs> and uh, I was uh, introduced that, to that, Chris that, uh, Jericho
2: through the I Love the 80s series on VH1. Oh, oh that yeah. was that's oh, wonderful. He was on that. He was. He brilliant. was, he was oh, on yeah. all they when they did like the 90s and 70s, he was on mm. a lot of them. Mm. Anyway, so we we all saw King Kong. That's right. 1933 classic together. Now me and Nate, well, everybody oh, yeah. in this... Oh,
0: I, 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 I would like to start, like, saying, like, what is our history sure. with this movie? Okay. And uh, as mm-hmm. long well, as you go ahead and go first, tell us what uh, your history is with this movie.
2: Uh, I don't believe I, I... I knew of this movie growing up. I don't believe I saw it before, like, college, which is oh, when... Really? Freshman year in college is when the Peter Jackson movie came out, so it was very much in the public consciousness and my consciousness, so... Uh yeah I became very interested and I uh yeah started watching it around that senior year, high school freshman year college mm-hmm. time and yeah and since then I tried to explore more of the Kong series um in the lead up to Skull Island actually yeah, yeah actually the la- last year's release um, I finally got around to watching a bit more, uh, you yeah, rewatched the 33 version, watched the 76 version, mm-hmm. rewatched the Peter Jackson version, still mm-hmm. haven't seen any of the iterative sequels of any of the various incarnations, whether in the 30s or seen, 70s uh,
0: or whatever. King Kong lives or King Kong escapes. I've not had the pleasure. I really uh, want to, to see Mecha Kong and yeah. I like King Kong
2: escapes. So, um, similar. uh, yeah, but yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get into this a bit later, but, uh, King Kong 33 it's a very special movie it's a very in mm. some ways it's very interesting watching it within the context of our current day but it uh yeah yes yeah. i'm sure we'll get it, to but that but it's a, yeah, yeah but it's uh but that that's a brief overview of my history yeah, yeah. Dan Liggett would like to say something. He raised his hand so politely.
1: (laughs) Well, I didn't want to cut you off. Uh, I thought it would be more appropriate if I gave my history with it first. Okay. I have no memorable history with this movie. No. Okay.
2: uh, The the quote being memorable here. Now, let me correct the record on that, because I know for a fact we watched this movie together freshman year at Houghton, and I I have the the, the broad memory of it, but I I have a specific memory of... You know, we'll talk about some of the ways that the movie is maybe doesn't quite hold up as much, and one yeah. of them is Very the character of Charlie the cook. Yes, and oh, man. Who, when uh, when we watched it in our dorm room at Houghton, when that guy came on screen, you instantly said that guy is obviously black. <laughs> 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 and he I mean like yeah I, he does look like somebody with like makeup on who's like acting like an Asian guy. Yes. Even though, you know, I've tried to look into this this gentleman, uh Victor Wong has mm-hmm. a number of credits from around that time. He was in he was featured prominently in Son of Kong. Yeah. And uh he's in a lot of uh movies that involve Asian culture, Asian characters or anything. I do agree with you. He does look like somebody who's not actually Asian, but I don't I don't know the truth of the situation. But that is why That was the proof in my mind of why. Cause I didn't All make right. that up. I wouldn't have said that. You All said right. that. That's a damn legit line. And I will tell you,
1: when I saw him on the screen, my first thought was, that guy is obviously black.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so it holds up just on
1: that little bit of information okay. alone. So I, I'll trust you. I'm, I'm sure I've yeah, seen it before. There we were did. scenes that looked memorable to me. Yeah. Uh, however, I don't know if I just saw clips of them or if I actually watched the whole thing. Yeah. According to Seth, I, I did know. watch yeah, the it, whole it, thing. It, it, so it I'll trust been,
0: you. It may have been since we were in college, you were just kind of coming in and out while it was on. That's maybe. also a very big possibility. That is possible. Also,
2: like, but Because that was when I was kind of like pretentious about it. Mean, I, I, I would put the movie on. It's like, this movie's important and good, and you need to love it. You can't. <laughs> <Yeah. And> like,
1: <laughs> Stop ruining so, Star Wars Battlefront for me.
2: So I was probably a douche about it, so you may have just blocked it out. Uh, <laughs>
1: well,
2: maybe. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, Nate, you have an ex- extensive history with uh, I do. Yeah. I do.
0: Uh, I believe I first saw this movie either when I was four or five years old. It was the first time I had seen wow. it. It was, it was another early rental from the Wegmans Video Store in East Rochester, ah, New York. Beautiful. Um, Love I, those old
1: video rentals. Mm-hmm.
0: I remember specifically, Wegmans specifically it was now. the colorized <clears throat> version. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Weird. Um, it is very weird. If you look at it now, like, uh, the colorization efforts have improved a lot. Yeah. since then can i ask at, you yes.
1: about the pigmentation on charlie the cook <laughs> <laughs>
0: i do not remember that okay i do remember that the tyrannosaurus that king kong fights in it was pink uh-huh. and uh, yeah and the, all like the jungle greens were like bright almost neon green and hmm. it was very hmm. very bad if you yeah. look at it today it's like pastel but with like all the colors are very pastel but with like an injection of neon into it. Weird. It's it's very weird to look at. Man. But that's how I first watched it, and I watched it a lot. I think I might mm. have watched it three times on that initial rental. Mm. Um, I loved it. Mm. I loved it, loved it, loved it. And I've probably seen that movie around twice a year, every year since then.
2: Wow.
0: I've seen that, I've seen that movie many, many times. How many times
1: in a theater setting like the one we saw tonight? Uh,
0: this is the either this uh, i think it's the second time i've seen it in the theater that's pretty cool yeah the first time i saw it was a 1933 original print oh that i saw at the at the eastman house in rochester oh, okay. the dryden theater yeah um but yeah i've seen it a bunch um in fact be, I, lo- I mean i love that movie so much and i love the effects of it i i read books about it mm-hmm. the making of it i i Trying to make my own stop motion movies when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, usually starring Godzilla instead. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but I loved that technique. Yeah. Um, I found out about who Willis O'Brien and Ray Harryhausen was because of those movies. Oh, yeah, and, yeah. Yeah. It's a big staple okay. in my brain. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it's it's very important to me. It's it's probably I, I don't know if it is my Favorite movie of all time, mm-hmm. but it's in the top
2: five, top five, solidly, okay. wow. solidly. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah.
1: So you're an appropriate person to talk to about this movie. I should say so. Okay. You I yeah.
2: should say so. You're good. You 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 mm-hmm. produce a lot of memories. If you were say like some sort of machine, mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. You're turning them out. Okay.
0: Yeah. I I, uh, I I'm in that industry. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. Certainly. Good. Okay. Uh, great. So yeah, so, that's uh, the, so that's our yeah. histories with the movie.
1: Yeah. And. We oh my gosh, to guys, the, what, what? this is the memory machine. It, yeah! Wait That's a minute, so cool. I wasn't even, are you, did you, was that? That's what you oh said. Gosh. Oh my gosh! You said memory, and then you said machine. They got, did they, does this podcast have a name yet? We should, we should do that. Oh man, man. he's only been doing like 25 he's, episodes. Yeah,
0: he says the title, he wins the podcast. Uh, that's a quote from Diana Goodman I don't want to okay Cribber uh, <laughs> g- g-
2: g- grib- grib- style because but, I'm
1: Superman four, quest for peace
0: <laughs> <that's>
2: <laughs> very... <laughs> I'm oh, sure man. I'm tired of all these infinity wars <laughs> yeah, <that's
0: right>.
3: <laughs> <laughs> to quote Nate Lockhart that's right
0: which is then a quote of uh, a UCB sketch right saying, yeah man I'm tired of all these Star Wars <laughs> yeah good skit look at it yep it's a great skit um, right. but yeah so we all saw it together and uh what are some of our immediate takeaways upon seeing this movie again? For I don't think. I don't think. Do we need to go over synopsis or anything? Like I don't, this movie is so ingrained in the public I mean, consciousness at this quick. point.
1: I mean, everybody kind of understands, but I think people just know, like, oh, there was a gorilla and a girl, and he was on the Empire State Building. Maybe a lot of people don't know what, all the in between. Well, why okay. and why
2: is it significant to film history? Why is yes. it significant? Give, give us a brief overview. All right, so
0: plot of the movie is uh, a madcap director. Uh, who does docudramas, nature docudramas, he tries to assemble a crew. He wants to go to this uncharted island because he thinks it might be a good place to, to shoot a movie. Mm-hmm. So he takes a crew there. He finds a girl who's down on her luck to bring along with her because he's tired of hearing from his financiers that uh, there needs to be more romance in his movies. And he's, fine, fine, fine. I'll find a, find a woman to put in this thing. So he takes this crew, this girl, out to this island. Uh, And they find out that there's a lot more there than they bargained for. Mm. They learn, they learn that there is a giant gorilla named Kong, whom whom the natives worship as a god, Mm. and they give possibly a king. Possibly a king. Yeah. A king Kong, a god Kong. King a, king Kong.
2: Of, a king of a king Kong. Can, or a king god, if you will. Yeah. Um,
1: just a giant Steve Wiebe you know, <laughs> running around, practicing. <laughs>
2: yeah. Always walking with his head hung low because yeah. he just lost another... <laughs> yeah. I love Steve Wiebe. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, I love Steve Wiebe, too. Starring
1: man. Billy Mitchell as the T-Rex. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, it's boy. playing out in my head right now. and I kind of
0: yeah. want to... See what that would look like photoshopped with uh, <laughs> yeah. just, their, just their heads superimposed on. And they're in as they're, of, they're in
1: the middle of fighting and the snake pops in and he's like, hey, we got a kill screen coming on? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yeah, so what happens they go. they go on the island. Uh, Kong finds the girl, takes her uh, around the island uh, to his, tries to take her, uh, take her back to his lair. Her m- new boyfriend, I guess. He- Goes after, goes after her. Try yeah, he, find he guesses her, he loves her. So. Yeah, he guesses yeah. he loves her. We'll, we'll talk about that. <laughs> Real dialogue. touching oh, moment. Boy, yeah.
2: <laughs> I say, I guess I they love sta- you. <laughs> but they stage a rescue.
1: But you
0: hate women. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was the weirdest part. That's the dialogue.
0: Cause they, cause That's the they, legit dialogue. Yeah, movie. I
2: mean, to make. I mean, it's not like it makes a little bit more sense in context of some of the earlier scenes because he goes on about how like Kinda. women are a nuisance on ships. I mean, it still like doesn't yeah. like. You it's, know, still, it's still specifically
1: incredibly clumsy. I'm sorry. I wouldn't know. I missed those earlier scenes. I don't know what happened. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I, I
0: told Dan the wrong start time
2: in the movie. Um, I got there at
1: 7.20 for a 7 o'clock showing because yeah. somebody doesn't know what time is.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: ah, Whoops. He was very he was very wrecked about it. He I was. I was wrecked bad. for
0: myself because I showed up at what I thought was like 25 minutes early and I found I missed the opening titles and I was devastated. Yeah. Um, as well as the opening organ performance. Sure. Anyway, but uh, but yeah,
2: they stage a rescue. They, they, stage go to... a re- they
0: stage a rescue. They get Anne, Anne, who is the name of the damsel in distress.
3: Yeah,
0: Kong chases them back to the shore, and then they capture Kong with for the use of smoke bombs. Mm-hmm. And, they, and the big shot director says, "All right, we're gonna forget the movie. We're gonna exhibit this Kong character." <laughs> and, he takes, and they take him to this to Broadway. And, Honey, uh, it's the 20s. It's the 20s. It's the 1933. The 20s are still kind of alive. Um, I'm just trying to quote Mr. Shows yeah. anywhere <laughs> oh, I can. Oh, <laughs> yes. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. I see what you did there. Um, the, yeah. And, the, and, and the, So they tried to make a show out of it, and predictably it goes wrong. Kong breaks free of his chains, grabs, mm-hmm. uh, goes on a tear throughout the city of New York, climbs up to the top of the Empire State Building. With Anne and tow. With Anne and tow. Airplanes come up, shoot him down, Kong mm-hmm. dies, everybody cries. Yeah. Uh, and that's the end of the movie. Yes. Uh, but the the history of the movie is, um, it, it's, it's interesting, the, the director of the movie, um, the directors of the movie, Mar- mm-hmm. uh, Marion C. Cooper and Ernest Shodzak, normally didn't do straight narratives like this. They made mostly at the time, what at the time were considered uh, documentaries or, or I believe the, the more popular term at the time was docudramas. Mm-hmm. Because back then it wasn't considered if you're going to go somewhere to make a documentary, just to film what was actually happening in front of you wasn't enough. You have to make a story out of it. Mm-hmm. So they made a couple big epics uh, before then, these docudramas that were filmed you know, on location in, in jungles and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, the big ones were Chang and the other one was called Grass. And they made these... Uh, docudramas which interspersed you know real- life shots of a civilization with uh, a story that they inserted. Mm-hmm. Nanak of the North is often is often cited mm-hmm. as the first documentary. When it is not that it is a docudrama,
2: there's hmm. a lot of fiction in Nanica the North. Right. Uh, if you just if you watch a, and, if you watch the one episode of documentary now where they spoof Nanica the North, then oh, do, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: um, so that that's what the character of the big shot director he's based off of the directors of King Kong, right? Nancy yeah, Cooper and Ernest B. Mm-hmm. and uh, I I think they were struggling to figure out what to do in the sound era. And all of a sudden made things much more difficult. Take Mm -hmm. in mind this was 1932 when they started
2: making this movie. Yeah. Um, Talkies were in their infancy. Which is why it makes King Kong all the more remarkable. How much incredible audio work, how fully scored the movie is. Mm -hmm. Which was not a thing at the time. Yeah, yeah. Not a thing at the time. Yeah.
0: Um, But but it was sort of based off of their exploits originally. And they Mm -hmm. were like, well, we've already done... You know the the nature stuff. Like, what if we upped it? And uh, we got this this as well as O'Brien guy. He made this movie called The Lost World, and he made dinosaurs look real mm-hmm. with whatever it is he does, which was stop motion. And they figure, well, we can kind of spoof ourselves a little bit, but make this grand uh, fantasy adventure for this thriller and we'll base it off of these uh concept sketches of the of this ferocious ape that we got.
2: It wasn't also kind of inspired by Heart of Darkness, the novel? I don't know about that. Either, I oh. maybe. Yeah, no. could be. I, I yeah. Yeah, as my understanding that was one yeah. of the inspirations, but, uh, but But that's
0: sort of the build up to it in RKO, mm-hmm. which was mm-hmm. doing okay. That was a studio that released King Kong. They they were doing okay. They had some uh modest successes on their hands. They had done a they they had done an adaptation of the radio show Amos and Andy called Check and Double Check, which had made a lot of money but didn't generate a lot of return ticket mm. buyers. So that wasn't going off on the wayside. And they had some musicals and some Wheeler and Woolsey comedies that had made pretty good, but they mm. hadn't yet really found something to really take them over the top. Mm. And they thought that, you know, maybe this... Uh, I mean, the, the the character of Carl Denham in the movie... Who is this boisterous, very gung ho director? That well, I is think who I, Marion C. Cooper was. I
2: think he also looks a lot like Harold Lloyd. But yeah, um,
0: well, the director Carl
2: Denham. Yeah, the actor that plays. Oh, Carl really, oh, Robert yeah, I Armstrong? Think, yeah. I think he looks like yeah, Robert. Armstrong. <laughs> looks like, yeah, Robert Armstrong. He looks like Harold Lloyd. <laughs> <laughs> like really, I think he looks chunkier than. Yeah, yeah Harold was, he, 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 he is, is chunkier. He is yeah. chunkier. He's, he's a a Harold Lloyd's
0: man. older brother. yes, I like that. Harold Lloyd's older brother. He's Gaylord Lloyd. Yeah, yeah, know. Gaylord was. Younger brother, I think. Brother, yeah, not his father. Correct, his father not his Foxy. father. It was his brother, yeah.
2: His name Fo- was Foxy, Foxy Lloyd. Lloyd yeah.
0: But yeah, King Kong. So so yeah, the, Carl Denham was based off of that. That is who Marion C. Cooper was. He yeah. was that guy. Mm. Um.
1: Which is funny because I remember while I was watching, I was thinking yeah. that director is such a great character. He is a great he's character. He's so like eccentric, and yeah. we're getting the story, and we're getting the film, and we're yeah. getting the point across above yeah. everything. Even at the yeah. end, like yeah. he coined the phrase, "Like no, this uh, is what, yeah, I'm, this I'm, is yeah. what I want people to be writing." Right. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna,
0: I'm gonna put a tagline to this. Uh, yeah, come on over here, boys. <laughs> um, I mean, he even, uh, he even says earlier in the movie when he's doing the screen test with Anne, and he says, and. Um, He he tells a story about why he doesn't Mess around with cameramen anymore Mm. He says that uh, they were trying to shoot A rhino, a charging rhino once And the cameraman got scared And packed up the camera and ran away and mm-hmm. Carl Denham says, ah, he should have known I have the rifle right with him, right with me. And if rhino had come close, I'd have just shot him down. Mm-hmm. I don't mess with cameramen anymore. I just do it myself. Yeah. <laughs> and that is, who, that he said that, like mm-hmm. that, that is a, that is a story from Marion C. Cooper. He didn't mess around with cameramen because mm-hmm. he was tired of them getting scared. Mm-hmm. Um, and Willis O'Brien was the guy they brought in to do the special effects. Mm-hmm. Willis O'Brien had a previous history mm-hmm. doing animation. He had done some shorts, um, a lot of them based off of the, uh, like, uh, sort of, like, spoofs on prehistoric times and cavemen, mm-hmm. things like that. He had also notably done a movie called The Lost World, mm-hmm. based on right. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's novel yes. about finding uh, land lost in time mm-hmm. with dinosaurs alive. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, he, he saw that he saw him do that and said, yeah, let's bring this guy in. mm mm-hmm. And, yeah, and so that's where you get all those wonderful stop-motion special effects from. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah.
1: There were a lot.
0: There was a lot. Yes. You get wall-to-wall effects. That's right, yeah. It wasn't like sometimes when you watch, um, like, 50s, like, sci-fi movies, or even some 30s and 40s horror movies, Mm -hmm. you find that the effects are kind of, like, they save them for, like, the last 10 minutes of the movie, you know? Godzilla movies are notorious for this. Mm -hmm. They give you, like, a, they give you a a little taste at the beginning and a little bit more in the middle. And then they don't really give you the fireworks factory until the end. Whereas in King Kong, Mm. it is from 30 minutes into the movie till the end, Mm -hmm. it is wall to wall effects. Yeah. Constant effects. Yeah. And it's awesome.
2: And yeah, there are effects that were uh, groundbreaking at the time. And there were a lot of new effects techniques they had to invent in order to complete oh, yeah. stop motion animation with like rear projection, rear projection and all the both like on set and, and like in paintings. stop motion. Yeah. Yeah. And there's so much uh, about what I think the movie holds up today so well is in that production aspect about how it's I think it's remarkable that a movie that's 85 years old is still so entertaining to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Again, such an early talkie Because if you watch a lot of
0: early talkies, that's not the case. Right. A lot of early talkies can be hard to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's often no background music in early talkies. Yeah. The shots last forever, mm-hmm. so they'll just keep on something. It's I mean, especially in the very earliest talkies, we're talking like 28, 29, mm-hmm. they're shot like stage plays. Yeah. And, uh, which is fine if you're actually at a stage play, mm-hmm. but watching one is far less exciting.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: And harder, harder to pay attention to. And by 1933, you couldn't coast off the novelty of sound anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, that's why musicals were starting to get a bit more elaborate. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why dialogue got so snippy and so quick. The way we think about, you know, people telling quick jokes with continental accents, you know, it's because that was to speed up the film. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because it was harder to do than technologically. Yeah, okay. But, yeah, I mean, you mentioned the music, in that movie is yeah. incredible, yeah, mm-hmm. and it really sure. brings the point of every scene home. They they called it at the time they called it Mickey Mouse music. Uh, the reason mm. for that was because, uh, like a cartoon, the music was set to the action, specifically set to actions on screen. Oh yes, yes, yeah. yes that
1: very mm-hmm. much noticed. Yeah, things falling, things mm-hmm. getting hit, mm-hmm. things being ripped apart. It was the, the, the chief
0: all. walking down the steps. Yes. Oh, the yeah, oh yeah, right and in uh, rhythm uh, with the music. Bomb, bomb, bomb. Yeah, yeah uh huh which that which now we just take for granted that's what should mm-hmm. happen in a movie mm-hmm. but then that was not the case mm-hmm. that that they did that
1: so i'm going again i'm going to claim ignorance here because i'm not sure but go, wouldn't please, they do that with the silent films when they would have a pianist Kinda.
0: in if the pianist like knew what was coming in in the movie like a lot of times they would it was just improvised so oh, okay um if they but if they'd seen the movie before and like oh man i okay, I'm going to change the beat or whatever right, right here at this moment and that'll really bring the point home of the drama. Um, they would do that. Or sometimes in the, the biggest silent movies would have a previously written score that they would do. Mm-hmm. So maybe, yeah. Um, Interesting. That, I did not know that. A, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a. I, I hope to actually get an interview with a couple of guys who do silent uh, music for silent movies soon, yeah? which would be really cool Oh, to yeah. Including one guy, sorry, quick aside, a guy named uh, Joe Renato is his name, and he has something called the American Photo Player, which is basically like, you know player pianos? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a player organ, uh-huh. Ooh. but for made for silent movies, so it has like chains and things like that that you pull for things like car horns and gunshots and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and like, I really that's wanna, so cool. I really want to talk to him about that because that's just fascinating to me. Wow. Where, where is he based? In California. Oh. So I'd have to it'd have to be over the phone. Mm. But uh, I could do that if I have to. That's fine. <laughs> anyway.
2: So anything else you want to go of the overview of, uh, of, the produ- of King Kong the, the and the of just why it's significant? Why it's significant? I, I think it's
0: mostly uh, the effects mm. the pacing Yeah. And the music its mm. such a pioneer in those ways. And it's that it keeps it entertaining today mm. in spite of uh, some elements that uh, have not aged as well. Yeah. I suppose we could sure. talk about real quick. OK. Uh, yeah. There is some racism in the film, as we noted earlier, with Charlie the cook. Yes. Yeah. a uh, Chinese cook on board. I mean, it seems Ooh, that's th- all
1: that's all he did, by the way, was just be yeah, on board.
0: Cook. Oh, hold on one second. Hi, Teddy.
1: Teddy, you should talk into Daddy's microphone
2: and tell everybody what you think of King Kong.
0: Do you like King Kong, Teddy? No. Why not?
3: Uh, Because it's too scary for me.
0: Oh.
2: Is it too scary for Daddy? It is not
3: too scary
2: for Daddy. (laughs) Is it too scary for Mommy? It is too scary. <laughs> King Kong versus God. Is not scary for
0: Mommy or Teddy. No. No, <laughs> no. it's not. No. It's a little, it's a little sillier, yeah. isn't it? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's a little mm-hmm. sillier. Yeah, I agree. Well, Teddy, I'm going to get back to recording this podcast. I'm talking about problematic things about the movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. I'll leave you me. All right, Teddy, right, give me a kiss.
3: Oh
1: i want to do the podcast
0: <laughs> well you already did you First you, 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 said, you said
1: daddy wouldn't let me be on his podcast
0: <laughs> well i'll tell you what we'll record a podcast just you and me sometime okay
3: no i think that daddy and teddy and mr seth should do a ninja turtle podcast at some
2: point oh that's a good idea That'd Be fun
3: yeah
2: all right you want to do that i'd love to do that with you well we'll uh well we'll prepare for that okay all right, let's go get bed, okay, buddy. but right now we're gonna do Give this Daddy one about kiss.
0: King Kong. I love you. But yeah there is some problematic stuff is it like uh, Charlie the cook like we said. yes um, were' you gonna say something specifically about Charlie?
2: Um, not nothing beyond uh, what we've already covered. Uh, oh, okay. I, I, I would love to
1: find out more about him. Just you know what? It we should, seem should like he was there's actually the ethnicity that he was portraying. There's
2: probably board. there's probably a story. Yeah, that's probably information that's been uncovered that we just haven't uh, procured oh, for mm-hmm. this recording. But oh,
0: I'm sure he was just an American guy. Yeah. Like, born mm-hmm. and raised in America. Yeah. Sorry. There's actually a fun. Uh, I was watching a comedy short from 1937. Mm hmm. I don't remember who the comedians were. They were pretty forgettable. But there's a point where um, one of the comedians walks up to a Chinese guy because they're in Chinatown. He walks up to the guy on the street and he goes, oh, hey, I think I can get some Chinese down. And he goes up and he, and he goes like, you want know where's the chingy-chongy, bababa you know, doing like the awful, Ooh. yeah, awful, awful stuff. Ah. And then the guy peers down from his newspaper. This is 1937. He looks over his newspaper and just looks at him and says, I'm from Sacramento, sir. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wow, in 1937, that's a yeah. very progressive joke. Nice, yeah. <laughs>
2: um, but there's there's good old Charlie. There's Charlie, which he
0: seems to be on equal ground with the rest of the crew. Well,
1: he's the kind car- No, not really because yeah, they, the they kicked him to the but, chip again because he yeah. said, "I want to go with you," and they said, "Yeah, this is no job for a cook." Yeah. Oh and yeah. And then that's he true. had to stay there. Yeah. So oh, okay. he, he played right, such yeah. a small yeah. role in the film. Yeah. He didn't actually he's, co- do he's, he's comic relief. I mean like he yeah. said he says
0: like that one part which you weren't there for. I'm sorry. Um, where, he was, where he where he they were on the smokestack of the ship uh-huh. and they were looking down at uh Carl Denham doing screen tests of Ann mm-hmm. and Charlie says, you know, I'm not gonna do the accent, but <laughs> yeah. he says, like, you think they'll take pictures of me? And uh one of the guys says was like no, that stuff's too expensive to risk it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like uh, um, and, uh. So, that's Charlie.
2: And, wh- and what else in terms of, uh. Anne. Like, there's Anne. Uh, there, a- are,
1: there are a lot of issues with, with Anne in general as a character, because I understand the damsel in distress. Oh, I mean, she yeah. she's yeah. just she so, the, like, uh, the, flighty, ditzy, like, I'm just excited to be on this. She, she is just, the err like, damsel
0: yeah. yeah. She is there was uh,
1: no substance. I just like she drove no, me crazy. She's no like, oh. agency. Her only mm. point was to be a MacGuffin that yeah. they had to go mm. after, she and is, then to fall in love with somebody. She is the yeah. B- yeah she, she is, is the beauty p- that right.
2: that the Beast falls yeah. for. She is th- she is an object in that sense. Yeah. She,
0: yes. Yeah. Yeah. She she is one hundred percent a pure object. Yeah. Right. She is not a character. She <laughs> yeah. fainted. Yeah. She
1: got carried around. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> that was her job. Yeah. And, yep. uh, you know, that, that was a, she one was of the a cool, she was a sentient
0: Ic- infinity stone.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the cool
2: things about, uh, you know, the Peter Jackson version, which does have yeah. its issues, but you know, they give, they kind of follow that same plot, but give her a lot more agency a lot more, yeah. way. she does a lot more and a- she has Every own... other rendition yeah. of King Kong does that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that. although yeah. like having rewatched this version and you know, like, I think like last year I saw the 76 version for the yeah. first time and like. Duan, the, the Andero yeah. facsimile is like so kind of like Whoa, ditzy yeah. and kind of like that. And it's 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 more on point with the Fay Wray, uh depiction yeah. than I realized. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't really care for the Jessica Lang character in that movie, because she seemed really just kind of, like... Flighty. Uh, flighty, and, yeah. and it still kind of had that objectification of... Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you see that a lot
0: with 70s stuff, I notice. Like, yeah. You know, you, they, you, they try to pass it off as, like, a time of, like, free love and experimentation and all that, and, like... No, but there's still, like, the same toxic toxic masculinity at play here. You just well, gave I think it a hippie that's, that's dressing. More of a, like, <laughs> that's you know. more of a
2: 60s thing, is Well, it carried over. 70s it was... It carried uh, over the Okay, 70s. yeah, fair. Yeah, it, it very 70s much 70s carried 70s. would have been more of a cynical time, yeah. time yeah. in from my lens, but...
1: Um, yeah. The only character... Again, 1933, yeah. movies are think, in there. Things everything. are going to age. It's just... Yeah, by, yeah right. There's so much they have to learn there. The characters that they have... I think the only real fleshed-out character that I saw in that film was... The director. The director. Mm-hmm. Carl I, Denim, he, was, yeah. he was great. Denham, Carl Denham, Yeah, Carl yeah. Denham,
0: And probably Kong. You know, his character, I mean, his character, yeah. they, they gave him a lot of character in that movie. They did. Little little moments here and there, beyond mm-hmm. just being a big, chest-beating monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and, and uh, of course, there's also one more other problematic thing, of course, yeah, is yeah. the natives. Uh, yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. They
2: say something about, like, oh, there's some... Crazy black guy. Or yeah, like yeah. The crazy black. Yeah. The crazy
0: black guys took her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which and, came from Charlie, actually. As yo, as Charlie as says that. Yeah, crazy black man took her. I miss yeah. that line. That yeah, It's yeah. pretty terrible. Yes, it is. Um, and and and, and he... yeah, the, the chief was. a, I believe he was a Shakespearean actor. You can... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, and uh, you could tell that's when what he, he did. was
1: Delivering his native speak in such a big boisterous. Shakespearean yeah. stage way, and then yes. all the other natives were just kinda like flopping around yeah. Yeah. dancing in circles. Yeah. And... He,
0: yeah, he he was playing it like uh like King Lear. You exactly. know? Like <laughs> He was a king, so yeah, why not? yeah, 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 he was. Um
2: Another uh yeah, major standout for me in terms of problematic things, um unless you were still No, no, out. no, go ahead. Uh, so early on in the movie, I think Yeah, Nate was there. I think you hadn't gotten there yet, but like early on in the movie, I'm (laughs) not. I'm not intentional. I'm not trying to rub it in, Dan. You missed it. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) But before they leave on the boat, like the situation with Anne is like really hard up, and she's like you know starving, and she's like you know trying to steal food, and like she's you know, and Carl Denham's looking for an actress, and so he he finds her trying to steal food, and he bails her out, and. Yeah. Uh and then uh from from there he like, you know, takes her and takes her to a restaurant, gets her some food and convinces her to do it. But um the way the way it it comes off in a post-me too world, it comes off as like really like creepy. Oh, yeah. So Taking like so like the first of- the first scene is where she tries to steal the food. He, he he gets her out of it, gives the guy the money, and then she's like he goes over to try to help her and she like faints cuz she's so Starved, and then you know, he she you know turns over and he sees her face, and she's beautiful. And then he looks over with this like smile on his face, it's like taxi. He's got like this uh, unconscious woman in his arms, and it's like, like, that's that's really weird. But then, and then the next scene when he's convincing her to, uh Uh, to doing the, you know, playing the part, and she starts to suspect that oh maybe he's not this guy's up to no good. He's like oh, no I'm the, I'm on the level. Yeah, you gotta trust me. She's like okay, and it, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like well okay. It's like that <laughs> oh, that ages right. particularly badly in this, especially just yeah. within the last few years. Oh yeah, especially.
0: Yeah. I, I think another thing that really makes the problematic stuff. I'm. Mean, it, it was always there. I mean, it was problematic thirty years ago when I you know, thir- uh, almost 30 years ago when I yeah, first saw yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, certainly. Um, I-, I think it's a little different now because of our terrible president and his awful acolytes, <laughs> uh, which sort of, which, which sort of like, because beforehand, like if this had been a few years ago, mm-hmm. it's sort of, we, we would have thought like, oh, but we're past this now, you know? We're past this now, uh-huh. uh, this racism and this sexism. You know, we've moved on, or at least mm-hmm. we're, we're continuing to move on. And then we got who we got, and it's all of a sudden... Oh man we are still just as terrible as we always were weren't we mm. <laughs> it's it, it plays it differently now than it would have even three years ago I think yeah um yeah. of course another thing that you have to keep in mind with some of this old stuff is you know it was wrong then mm-hmm. it's wrong today mm-hmm. uh if that bothers you too much to enjoy it that's okay yeah that's okay it's it's fine mm-hmm. it, it's fine if if it if it really does bother me that you can't watch it probably makes you a good person actually. yeah <laughs> um
2: it's like what we were yeah. talking about with uh trey the one time i was yeah. like getting into hp lovecraft and he's like some right. people have trouble disassociating like the the, the racism the racism mm-hmm. that that is you know and for me it's you know i i try i, I haven't read too much of his stuff that's that is that racist yet but when it does come to it i'll probably just try to separate it but just recognize you know obviously that that's mm-hmm. you know the context of that but right
0: uh but, but yeah but but if you can compartmentalize it and kind of just take yeah. it as you know this was 80 years ago eight you know eighty five years, years ago, ago yeah and these things are you know we've moved there's enough time that has passed that, mm-hmm. that it's not you know I could enjoy this and that's that's good too you know yeah. you, you you can do that it is possible but it helps to have a little preface just to sort of prepare your mind for certain for, for a certain not-so-nice things.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: Um, All that being said, this movie definitely holds up after 85 oh, yeah. years, which is yeah. for real. incredible mm-hmm. to think about. Yeah, yeah. for Yeah,
2: real. remarkable for such an old production that's mm-hmm. so snappy and exciting and that just... It, the So many of the effects still, I, I find them very exciting to watch. They, oh, told, they told the
1: story of Kong really well mm-hmm. in that he was a sympathetic character where he wasn't this monster, he was just a guy, pretty much. Yeah. He just yeah. This, this creature who saw a pretty girl and in his life yeah. he just takes her to yeah. him and like he doesn't understand why he's being attacked or why yeah. you know he's being shipped off to new york and you know, it's just yeah. it freaks him out and you, I, yeah. you could see some sympathy especially at the end like right yeah. before yeah. he falls where he's trying to like yes say goodbye to fey ray and then yeah he over yeah, yeah. just trying there's to there's have a last moment he, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Or, or even like when he first gets shot and he's like he he touches his his wound and he looks at the blood just like like he's just never like, been like he's never been hurt like that yeah. before, and he's just like oh Oh, my God, I'm The effects right? like,
1: of that claymation character was was amazing. It yeah. really was like watching a gorilla. Especially the, the, the parts that jump out were when he was in the fights with the Tyrannosaurus and when yeah. he was yeah. in the fights with the snake. Yeah. Because he kind of had that curiosity even yeah. after he killed them. Yeah. So yeah. they're dead, and Kong picks up both of them and kind of like flops them and like yeah. checks <laughs> yeah. and yeah. just to make sure. Pokes and then he beats his bit. chest to say, yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. yeah. And um
2: and th- that that T Rex death never gets any easier. That is no, such that, a brutal. that oh, Empire is.
1: State Building are the two yeah. iconic yeah. Like, And like yeah. The, yeah. the sound one. of that, like the yeah, sco- the, the, cr- the, cr- the cr- jaw cracking. Yeah. 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 Which you
0: even heard I, I heard people in the audience. I'm sure you guys did too. Like people yeah. just go yeah. Yeah. like you could hear people wincing. There
1: were some very vocal people if you uh, yeah, that were oh, yeah. <laughs> that were, they were very constant, surprised by that. It was like constantly going on. I don't
0: know what they were doing back there. But anyway, even I mean even with um there, there's a surprising amount of blood in the movie Yeah That I don't think With the Haze Code coming in A year later Hays yeah. Code being sort of the big Curtain on censorship that, mm-hmm. that came um, Yeah, there's a lot of blood Animals bleed The dinosaurs mm-hmm. bleed I mean, mm-hmm. You see um, When the Stegosaurus gets shot and You mm-hmm. see the blood oozing out of his eye mm-hmm.
1: There it's, was a moment uh, where Kong had One of the people i don't remember if it was one of the natives or if oh, it was yeah. one of the people in new york in his mouth which was a common theme that happened for some reason yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. he kept doing yeah. he just yeah, kept know. like oh put this in my mouth i guess <laughs> yeah uh you could see blood coming out the side of his mouth that was the yeah. individuals yeah. and it's kind of harder to catch because it was in black and white yeah but you could right. see like a little little bit of a squirt or a stream
0: yeah mm-hmm. that's um that brings up another thing when you talk about uh, when, when they do those close-ups with him in his mouth. I mean, that's a full-size bust that they built, mm-hmm. King Kong. Yeah. And you could look up pictures of it online. Uh, there's pictures of this giant bust on wheels, on this big, big cart that mm-hmm. they could just wheel around from mm-hmm. scene to scene. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. they would actually bring to premieres. Yeah. So they. So when <laughs> yeah, they, of course would, they would. So when it was <laughs> in Roadshow, they would bring that thing around and show <laughs> it off. Um, and the giant but, but foot I lo- as well. But, but, yeah, the giant foot. And the poor uh, people uh, who had to have the giant
2: foot stick their face yeah. in mud. <laughs> yeah. Crush crushes, yeah.
0: yeah, kudos to those actors yeah. uh, who, who did that. Sorry, hold
2: your breath now. They, <laughs> yeah. keep <rolling> they, <laughs> they have
1: all since passed on. It's been oh, yeah, they're years.
0: all dead. All yeah. of them are dead. Yeah. I would be surprised if some of those children were still alive that were in that movie. <laughs> dead. Dead.
2: All dead. Dead.
1: dead. Can no, I never missed show. Speaking, yeah. speaking of children, the, one of my favorite moments is when the chief is coming down the steps and everybody yeah. parts. Yeah. But that one kid, yeah. oh, just yeah. forgot what he was doing. <laughs> and just kind of stood there until the mom character mm-hmm. ran over and grabbed him and pulled yeah. him aside. Yeah. Actually, I actually like that. That, that. Was, that was such like a uh, like a, I want to say like a cute little moment. Mm-hmm. Well, it, I like it. it like like adds like some genuine. context yeah. of like oh this.
2: This guy, like no one wants to be in this guy's way. She's, you know, getting the kid out of the way. You don't yeah. want to be this guy's serious. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it's cool. Just, it it looked landed looked some, like, yeah, it
1: looked like a botch, but it was. Yeah, even <laughs> if it was, yeah. it just seemed so genuine and uh, it just played well. To, yeah, it worked. Yeah, to like oh, it was just yeah, a kid. He doesn't call. know any better. Which, yeah.
0: speaking of botch and wrestling terms, uh, <laughs> do you know uh, where Willis O'Brien got uh, the ideas for how Kong fought the T-Rex?
1: Would it be professional wrestling? It was mate? professional yeah, wrestling. Really? I could watch, saw I, I saw one of the roles, and I was wrestling. like, "Oh, that was a good suplex." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. he he watched. Going to start calling commentary like Gordon Solie. Yeah, he, he,
0: he went he went to pro wrestling matches to see how they fought and. He took cues from it on how to animate Kong. That's beautiful. So you see you see a little early 30s pro wrestling in this King Kong. This is just one more
1: thing you think, can thank professional wrestling for. Just, That's right. King Kong. So you guys know. King Kong. Mm. Thank you. Very well. Thanks, and Frank. Thanks, Frank. cinema Frank. as you know it today. That's right. There really?
2: Geez. <laughs> from yeah. from Chris Jericho to whoever Willis so O'Brien was. I got it in. That's two? That's yeah. fine. That's <laughs> yeah. my guest. <laughs> (laughs) Now, see, the whole time I was watching it, I was
0: trying to think of of you, Dan. As you're watching it for the very, knowing you're watching it for the very first time, (laughs) allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. (laughs) allegedly. But, but thinking like, you know, for me, my perspective on this movie is so skewed because it's just, it's just a part of my psyche at this point. Mm -hmm. I've seen it; uh, I must have seen it uh, like fifty or sixty times at this point. Sure, Uh, on the conservative end, it's possible I could have seen I. I could have literally seen this movie a hundred times. But thinking like, you know, if someone is just like coming, like as an adult coming to this movie Mm -hmm. blind, what's your takeaway? Like what, what, what do you think of it? Like, do you, like, I know you know me. So I wonder Mm -hmm. like, were you trying to look at it through my eyes or were you just like taking it at face value or like, like what, what was your thought process? Like, like, how'd you prepare yourself for this movie?
1: I didn't, I, yeah. Just got your invitation. What this morning, last night? And yeah, he last said, yeah, night. I'll go. Sure. Yeah. It was. I mean, I, when I came to the movie, I just wanted to see what it was like. I know. What it, the fuss is I knew about. it was a favorite of yours because you've talked yeah. about it before. Yeah. And we even, as we were texting, Nate said to me, "How on earth could we have been roommates for three years and you have not seen this movie?" Yeah. And I said, "I don't know." And yeah. apparently, I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the, I, I would say when I was watching the movie, I just wanted to. Taken in like as just a fun movie. I wasn't yeah. trying to look for anything deeper into it. Yeah. Uh, as a uh, very amateur cinephile, I noticed some little like uh, plot things or like foreshadowing, oh, yeah. or callbacks, mm-hmm. what have you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, that I was like, oh, that's really cool. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but beyond beyond that, I was just kind of taken it as giant creatures fighting each other. And and I will say the the claymation scenes yeah. surprisingly held up. Yeah. In in, in not my bad. mind, they they did really well. Uh, the you could see the professional wrestling kind of throws. Yeah, you could see when he was fighting the snake, especially how it was wrapped around his neck and he was like trying to claw it off. Yeah. but again, the, the reason that it worked so well was because the gorilla itself acted so well as a gorilla. The animation yeah. and the mm-hmm. the stop motion of that gorilla was just mm-hmm. it, it was really really well done. And I do want to say there's one thing I caught. Yeah, maybe it was just me, but when he was in the city, he kind of called back to the three big fights he had in the jungle. Hmm. When he came out, he kind of tore apart a building, which is when he ripped apart the T Rex. Yeah, yeah. He beat up the train, which was the snake, and then he fought the airplanes, which was the pterodactyl. Uh, wow! Oh my gosh. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's Holy like the, that's cow. like the three fights." He's just having it in a more urban setting.
2: Wow! Huh. I hadn't even thought of that. Wow! Huh, Hundred <laughs>
1: viewings. Hundred viewings. You didn't even spot that. Dan didn't yeah. even
2: technically have one. That's 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 in his brain. Uh, wow. N- that's I've never heard that Dang, before. Man. Wow, I, that's what
1: it looked like to me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Wow. wow, that makes sense though. I mean, I buy that.
1: Yeah, I even, mean, I mean, if you want to go back even further, when he busts out of the theater, that's when he busts through the door. Hmm. You can make it's tons guy. of connections, yeah. Yeah. and the thing is, nobody can prove me wrong because everybody's. F- damn <laughs>
2: <laughs> i have to beep that
1: <laughs> go ahead and unless it. we
2: can recover some documents yeah. where mary c cooper explicitly said i did nope, not intend nope, any kind of uh, foreshadowing or allegory uh, or anything
0: I, i'm trying to think like when, when did they die i think they died mostly like in the 60s and 70s is when most of them no. died mostly Faye, Faye ray died How on in the earth would you know Faye, Faye, Faye was ray was alive
2: uh, for the peter jackson version
0: yes she yes he yeah. yes she was yeah. she died i think in oh Five oh six something like that. That was what, it was oh five is when that. it came out. Yeah, so maybe 08. So it was probably, Yeah, I I have friends who have met Faye Ray. Really? Yeah, because she would come to Rochester, uh, really? because of the Dryden Theater. You know, wow. a, there's a lot of film That's stuff amazing. there. So yeah, she would. And just, you missed her? Yeah, I did. Wow. Um. Yeah. She, yeah. She she's been to my town many times that's pretty cool um she's is she dead like, now.
2: is she like the stan lee of the, the king kong brands the, yeah when yeah. i when yeah. i invented king kong yeah. when I invented <laughs> going around spider, all the conventions I mean, king and kong yeah, yeah.
0: no she i don't think she really did it uh conventions as much as she would yeah. come to showings sure
2: i remember uh in a magazine article when the peter jackson version was coming out there was like a Peter Jackson and Fay Ray and um, Naomi Watts, who played Andero in the remake, uh, mm-hmm. were like going out and doing this thing. And uh, Naomi Watts, um, that's who it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and uh thinking Nicole Kidman for Fay some Ra- reason. Ra- I Tay Leone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tay <laughs> How about that? And Nobody Fe- knows what's going and on. And Fay Ray was saying like, like she's not Andero, I'm Andaro. And so there was like some awkwardness there. Like, yeah. she, she wasn't like accepting this new girl <laughs> in the part. Man.
1: Well, she made a career out of that one role.
2: If she kind of oh, did.
1: Well, she was in, well, she she was was in other stuff, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. She was in
0: lots of other movies. I mean, she was a... Uh, I mean, in those days... If, she was if a grand in, tom of old Hollywood. <laughs> a grand of old Hollywood. <laughs> That's what yes. I've heard. Um, but if... Uh, I, I mean, in those days, if you were under contract to a studio, you had regular work. And yeah. she did. She was in silent films before King Kong. <sighs> she was in uh, The Most Dangerous Game. Oh, yeah. Which is really... Mm-hmm. this is a good movie yeah. but that Max Steiner also would scored would
1: this be the role that she is remembered for and that she oh, made the most money oh, off of oh by
0: far there we go by yeah. far
1: rested case yeah there yeah. you go well, I wasn't disagreeing with you yeah oh no I know you weren't okay alright
0: um we what, what else not... do we want to
1: talk about here
2: well uh I guess that's kind of go- doing like you know first Im- the, the impressions of seeing oh, yeah. it kind oh of dan- <laughs> yeah oh that's a
0: good thing to talk about
2: did you get anything different from this viewing yeah, I I was more aware of the fact that the movie is more outstanding today from a production point of view than from a s- character point of view. Oh yeah. Um I th- I think the yeah, story think so. itself, the broad story is like this great kind of timeless uh, mm-hmm. adventure story mm-hmm. and like fantasy story. Mm-hmm. Um so I appreciated that um but yeah, it's it, like character-wise it, it doesn't hold up uh as well and the dialogue is the, so clumsy the the so dialogue clumsy. and all of the you know the the outdated uh social you know implications of things that, yeah. like i mean a lot of that was was kind of stuff i hadn't really uh seen in too much before um but at the same time it it made me appreciate the ahead of its time production all the more mm-hmm. so it kind of just uh it just put put things in, in a better light in terms of uh w- what about the movie is extraordinary but what isn't as much mm-hmm. so it, it kind of just provided better context for me as to the movie's significance so yeah i actually got i got a lot out of it mm-hmm. in that sense mm-hmm. yeah I've seen a you know handful of times throughout the past decade or so. Yeah, yeah. And what about? I mean, you. I I don't know if there's anything more to (laughs) glean, except for Dan's brilliant uh, allegory. uh, (laughs) Yeah, brilliant monster allegory.
0: Um, I honestly, this I listened to the music a little bit more this time. Uh-huh. And this time, I think for the first time ever watching this movie, I watched the extras a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. Like, especially in, I like, a lot of random stuff to... In, oh, In, in like, um, the native scenes. Yes, Like, yes. I, I, I looked... I tried to look for, like, some of those guys who were just sort of shaking their heads while they were doing it. <laughs> um, and some of them were... Some of those guys were, like, super into it. Some of them were, like, so half-heartedly doing... yeah. Just, yeah. like... Director wants a me to move. I guess I'm moving. Some of these very yeah.
1: half-hearted arm movements. Yeah, like, right. Dancing in circles. The I, yeah. I think the, my my favorite part was the eight guys who had on those like faux gorilla suits. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who were like dancing in a circle, and you could see like seven out of the eight were like kind of shuffling and then like they would raise their arms and then there was the one who was like really into it, yeah. like arms would go all the yeah. way up yeah. and he was like oh, yes yeah. this is my big break
0: yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, else, I'm monkey number six <laughs> <laughs> yeah everybody else was just like it's a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. Wins lunch? You
1: know, there's one because um, I I, had, I missed out on playing the Asian, so yeah, I, well, I got to do this. Do this. <laughs> the
2: so I since seeing a lot of the um, uh, like the documentary material that they yeah. made around when uh, Peter Jackson's version yeah. came out, which you know went over a lot of in detail a lot of I the special it's effects.
0: The RKO Production Six O One. Okay, is the name of that documentary?
2: All right. Um. Yeah. Just a lot of like. Getting the peek behind the curtain of how a lot of those special effects were done, like mm-hmm. and on subsequent rewatchings, you know, I, I uh, you know identified a lot of the when those were being used, but one. Uh, element that I never like—I had noticed before that, like when Kong busts through the door on Skull Island, that like some of the people are kind of see-through because of the composite. Yes, yes, and you stuff could like see that. at the yeah. bottom of the screen,
1: yeah. and it seemed like they were just stragglers who yeah. didn't quite get out of the shot in time to. When yeah, because every, not everybody yeah. is. Yeah, right. which but,
0: honestly is something I didn't notice until I saw the Blu-ray. Yeah, of it because yeah. on DVD and especially VHS. Those imperfections got blurred over, yeah. So I didn't notice them. But um,
1: your eye is drawn to King Kong anyway. Yeah, yeah. It's right. It's, it, you don't really notice it because you're looking at you yeah. know, the claymation gorilla in the background. Yeah. But um, so Stop I motion, knew about all those. Sorry.
2: But one effect that I had never um, realized before this viewing is when uh, they have an out. Tied to the thing, waiting for Kong to come, and there's all the people lined up on top of the gate. Who uh and, and did you notice they were kind of like floating there a little yes, bit? Yes, they waited Cause they like were, a little bit because they were composited in. Yeah, so it wasn't completely. Yeah, I'm like, I never oh, noticed. Oh, that's it.
1: really really cool set. And then they went. Boop, boop. I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's not real. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I get it now. Well,
0: yeah. I mean, they did build a giant gate mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that they had used that the, the RKO used in several productions. Yes, mm-hmm. um, they used it in the most dangerous game that giant mm-hmm. gate. And mm. it was finally burned down for a scene in Gone with the Wind because uh. it had kind of been starting to fall apart. And MGM saw it and was just like, hey, "We could use this for the Atlanta burning scene."
2: Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, they torched it. Wow. So, the King, of, on so the King Kong gate was used for that in Gone. It, it's on screen. In gone with the Wind. That it, wood. It's on
0: screen being immolated.
2: Wow. Yep. How about that?
1: Yep. What an off screen. What a, what a screen death for that. I
0: know, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah that, that's pretty majestic death. So, <laughs> yeah, if you're gonna, if you're going to go out it's totally like you're like an
1: iconic movie you will die in a different iconic movie yeah, that's right that's beautiful <laughs> yeah. yeah that is a fun piece of trivia yeah.
0: well what do you say I feel like we're at a good point for a quick break we'll Certainly. come back we'll wrap up okay. discussion okay. Uh, okay talk about other Kong movies that we may or may not have seen yeah for okay. funsies
2: yeah and uh we'll yeah. be back right after this right after this
1: don't go anywhere that's right cause it's a podcast <laughs>
4: of the jungle, a giant from the past, a primeval beast from the mists of time, King Kong. A beautiful girl made a human sacrifice to a nightmare monster from the prehistoric past. See this monstrous jungle beast loose in crowded city streets. See RKO's Thrill Classic, the biggest gorilla picture ever made in motion picture history. It's coming, now to your theater, the horror picture of all time. King Kong.
3: King Kong,
4: on King Kong glasses. Get one free at Burger Chef when you buy a Big Chef or Super Chef large fries and a large serving of Coca-Cola. Or get one with purchase of a regular-sized Coke at a special price. King Kong glasses. Get all four for your kids. You want a straw? You get one two, like that Burger Chef.
1: Hey, what's up, Geeks? This is Liggy Smalls, Dan Liggett, just reminding you to go onto the Patreon page. Geekyverse is on Patreon. We'd love to get your support. Every bit counts. So if you come in on Patreon.com Geekyverse, oh, yeah. also give a subscribe to the YouTube page. Just look for Geekyverse on YouTube, and you'll be able to give us a like there. There's other podcasts. Uh, Memory Machine isn't the only one that you can listen to, because that's the one I'm primarily on. So, love it, but listen to Girls Who Geek. Geeks Got Game who just released their fall 2018 preview there's a spoiler cast who just reviewed the new Mission Impossible movie and then of course Walking Carpet which is all things Star Wars you can always check out the website to view the most upcoming articles uh, content uh, opinions op-eds anything that you want to listen to or read it's going to be on there and then of course we've got the Facebook page where we'll post the links that you'll be able to see so please we are here for you we want you to be here for us we love ya we'll talk to you soon
4: Picture of all time.
3: Don't let him get me.
4: A beautiful girl torn from the arms of her lover by a jungle beast. King Kong. See a battle between prehistoric monsters on an island time forgot. A nightmare jungle creature from the primeval past stalking midnight street. My baby. It's got my baby! See the thrill classic of all time. The biggest gorilla picture ever made in motion picture history. The jungle epic that can never be duplicated. See RKO's original... King Kong. King Kong. King kong is coming a monster all-powerful beating down all weapons smashing all barriers you won't believe your eyes here he comes listen Reaching out of the dense jungle, King Kong comes to claim his human sacrifice, the first white girl he has ever seen. She looks like a tiny doll in his huge, hairy claws as he tramples toward his cave. Listen to her shrieks, hear the din, the confusion of pursuit, as they trail him into the depths of mystery.
0: Welcome back everybody. Welcome back everybody to, <laughs> back, everybody, to, to uh the, the wrap up of the memory machine. To the wrap up yeah, of r- the memory machine. Yes, oh Wrap wrap.
1: Wrap cap. Um
0: no, normally when we do this this is sort of like a, a second half to the podcast. This is just going to be a wrap up um talking making a couple other points.
3: Hmm? Uh
0: and just and just looking towards the
2: surprise. future of the franchise and our personal yeah. experience with it. But yeah, if you could call it a franchise, but we'll get to it. Sure. Um
0: Of the IP. Yes, of the IP. IP. Um, Something I wanted to touch on real quick before we finish talking about the 33 film itself was the issue of censorship.
2: Yeah. And this
0: film did have a few cuts to it as it was re-released over the years, particularly when it was first re-released into theaters in 1938. Uh, There were scenes where King Kong had, uh, the close-ups where he had guys, people in his mouth a lot of those were cut. Mm-hmm. There were certain scenes of violence that were toned down. Things like um, uh, the the T Rex getting his mouth. Uh, Notably violent. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That was that. Parts of that were excised. Um, the uh, the part where Kong finally has Anne alone and is kind of like messing with her clothes a little bit because he doesn't mm-hmm. know what's going on. You know, he doesn't. Yeah. But. That was too risque for mm-hmm. the Hayes Code, yeah. and so most of that scene was cut, if mm-hmm. not all of it. Um, there's also a brief moment in the film uh, when Anne and Jack escape the pterodactyls and Kong, or t- escape Kong while he's fighting the pterodactyls, mm-hmm. and Anne pops up when they pop up from the water. You could briefly see, um, you could briefly see one of Ray's nipples. Yeah. So that was cut. Mm-hmm. These things have all since been restored. Mm-hmm. They were thought lost for a while, but I think it was on a 16 millimeter print or something like that. That yeah, in a foreign print. Okay. So the, uh in America it had been cut, but in other countries it mm-hmm. had not. So they just used the different foreign
2: language prints and were able to cobble back together those scenes mm-hmm. and, and make it complete. But then, what isn't recovered and may never be yes. recovered is the infamous spider pit sequence. The Tell spider us about pit that sequence. Yeah.
0: So in the movie. Uh, right when Kong first whisks Dan uh, Anne away, Dan, not Dan, not, no, Dan. No, no, not, you, <laughs> not you, yeah. <laughs> so in the movie, uh, when they first, when Kong first whisks Anne away, um, they there's there's the there's this big ravine, and with mm. a log over it, and that's how uh, this other sailors try to get across to chase after Kong, and that's you know where Kong picks up the log and he shakes off sailors mm. and they all fall to the bottom of this ravine
3: mm-hmm.
0: well originally at the premiere of king kong or the preview showing i can't remember which which but what happened was some of those guys survived the fall miraculously and came to just in time for giant insects and spiders and lizards mm-hmm. to uh, eat them yeah so what, what would happen is you know, like this giant spider would come up and and these guys would try to fight him off and unsuccessfully, and they would all be killed in different ways. In fact, a remnant of this scene can be seen when you see Jack and he's in a little alcove and he fights off Kong's hand with a knife. There's a brief moment where you see like this little half lizard, half snake thing climbing yeah. up the side of the wall right, with, with the rope, climbing up the rope, or the vine rather. And Jack cuts the rope and kills him. That guy was originally a part. That monster was a part of the spider pit sequence and killed mm. a couple people. And that was mm. supposed, you know, that was supposed to show that Jack had averted that de- death. The reason for it being cut, um, some you know, speculated that it was just too violent. Which I mean, it was pretty violent, uh, theoretically, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, we don't. There's not much of this. It, it should say that there's not much of the spider pit sequence that exists. Um, There's a couple of set photos Of it Not even film grabs But uh, photos that Willis O'Brien took for reference So we have those But that Yeah that's all That's all we have of it Mm -hmm. Uh, But the reason it was cut Was As Marion C. Cooper put it It just stopped the film cold Mm -hmm. It was bad pacing Because after that scene of Unrelenting horror On the sailors You know getting Mm -hmm. eaten By these By these bugs all of a sudden you were just so in shock of what you had just seen that you didn't register what was happening next and so he mm-hmm. said well for the sake of the flow of the picture it's probably best if we cut this scene and as was the uh, you know as it was at the time you know nobody was thinking dvd special features in 1933 mm-hmm. nobody was thinking anybody had ever wanted to see this stuff mm-hmm. so it was just gone gone mm-hmm. forever yeah Melted for silver content I mean people just Didn't care about that stuff Which makes Things where Outtakes do exist Like for instance For Charlie Chaplin's work His outtakes A lot of his outtakes exist Yeah it Makes it Makes things like that All the more miraculous That mm. that those are That we still have those Yeah um, Interesting Interesting Yeah But yeah. yeah We'll never see the spider Pit sequence But what you can find mm. Is Peter Jackson um, He He helmed a uh, We mentioned it earlier Our Uh, RKO Production 601 which was a big uh, like over 3 hour documentary about the making of King Kong and for it he did a whole segment of that documentary about this lost spider pit sequence and because Peter Jackson is a king in Hollywood and can do whatever he damn well wants he decided well I'm going to put a large chunk of my King Kong budget towards recreating the spider pit sequence Pit sequence as it would have happened in 1933 Mm -hmm. So he built These giant uh, Stop motion sets And got people to act like in a 1930s style Mm -hmm. Found ways to like create like new roars That they would have been able to do at the time Mm
2: -hmm.
0: You know um yeah. Through. It's amazing to watch. It's yeah. a really cool segment, and it gives you a whole new appreciation for the stop-motion work that was done. Mm-hmm.
1: Does, does he show how it's done? I'm oh, not, yeah. I've not seen this documentary. Oh,
0: yeah. Oh, it's fantastic. Uh, he does... Um, yeah, he shows how it's done, and, and you see that these things... You know, when you think of claymation, you think that they're manipulating these things that are probably about the size of action figures, mm-hmm. like about five inches. That's not the case. King Kong himself was about a foot tall, um, and mm-hmm. some of these dinosaurs were even bigger. Wow. Particularly, the Stegosaurus was huge, um, and so if you think about moving it around, like so, if you wanted to move it a little bit each time, it wasn't like you know if you were moving like a little dinosaur figurine that was about five inches long, you know you could probably get up real close to it and manipulate it really quickly. No, this thing was huge. Uh, I'm putting my arms out at about two feet long maybe mm. so mm-hmm. if you want to manipulate it, you have to go around the other side and make sure you did that and keep little points on it to make sure that you didn't move something that hadn't already been moved for the sake of the next frame and yeah it gives you a whole new appreciation for what went on yeah. for the special effects of this movie for sure yeah. um but yeah yeah and he yeah he did the spider pit sequence and i think he does a pretty good job yeah i don't know if you put it into the movie if it would fit Mm. Yeah, but well, I, I mean, I like the extras are know. yeah
2: different, even though you yeah, know, and uh... yeah,
0: you'll probably realize that it was different. Yeah, wouldn't want to put in the
1: movie. That seems like a cheap way to try to finish it. Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. He 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 made it just more as a experiment, homage, more of as more as an homage and an experiment. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. and not actually to be inserted. No, into the no,
0: it was never no. intended to do that. Just to just as because he was just mm-hmm. as curious as everybody else. Like, yeah. what did this look like? Yeah. Um, but yeah, check that out. I think, a, it, I think it's on YouTube. You can look yeah. it up, and it's in his recreation is there. Overall, just those
2: the documentaries and just the video journals of the production of the 2005 King Kong are extensive and and, and really really a good watch. Yes. So uh, yeah, definitely check those out if you're interested. In and
0: it, it probably can be had <laughs> very Peter, cheaply. Peter there,
1: Jackson so. and extensive. And <laughs> That's a those two words yeah. have never
2: been used together. But uh, yeah. I know
1: right. I know right.
2: That's a memory machine first. Oh boy.
1: It's cool um, that they
0: did it in the How that original long how long slide. was yeah. like the unedited return of the king? <sighs> 4 hours something?
2: 4 hours. Are those years? are the only hours? versions I've seen of the extended editions. <laughs> so that's well, all I well, know. I
0: only have seen those Lord of the Rings movies once. Yeah, me too. And they were in, when it was in theaters. That was no. the only time I've seen them. Oh, yeah. No desire to revisit them. Um going back real quick to yo.
1: the the special effects just yeah. you know the idea that Peter Jackson did all that is really cool. There was a picture of george lucas in front of all the miniatures and the props that he used for the original star wars trilogy. oh yeah and yeah. then yeah next to it was a picture of george lucas with uh, I, I don't remember if it was for the new trilogy or for uh the prequel trilogy but it was just him in front of a blue screen yeah that's a prequel the special trilogy. Trilogy.
2: Yeah. yeah i don't think he was really on set at all during the sequel trilogy um, because yeah. I mean, those he because he sold it. He's not really he not involved about it anymore. Okay. So it would have yeah. been the prequel. Yeah, but the the was he was directed like all those how prequels. Much, so like
1: hands on, like actual special yeah. effects that you have to create with with like mm. figures and mm-hmm. like props and settings and scenes mm. compared to you know everything's CG. Yeah, for, yeah. For the, for what there's the a
2: real
0: are. artistry and craftsmanship yeah in that
2: well this is a if you tune into our uh, spoiler cast for mission impossible fallout you uh, oh ex- what a plug just the um the uh, appreciation is there for you know how much in the mission impossible movies and uh how much is done practically and how much is done for as authentically as possible and of course practical
1: effects that's what I that was Pract-
2: practical effects so um thank you so but yes very good point it's a' uh, very much an important thing, and uh, in terms of Star Wars, I'm glad the Last Jedi utilized uh, and Force Awakens utilized mm-hmm. a good amount of uh, practical effects. Mm-hmm. It's Good mm-hmm. to
0: see. I know they originally wanted to make um, Yaz Naz Maz Kanata Maz. Yeah, they originally wanted to make her a puppet. Yeah, and they just didn't have the time. Yeah, to to, to do it. Well, for they're
2: them. able to make Yoda a puppet for Last Jedi. So that's <gasps> yeah, they did like recreated the yeah. Empire Strikes Back puppet too, which is a beautiful. God, God bless them.
0: Yeah. Um. So anyway. anyway. So anyway. Uh, But to wrap up, I thought it might be fun to just have a quick little discussion about uh, the other Kong movies. Yeah. There's a few of them. Dan, have you seen any of them?
1: I saw Konga with Nate. (laughs) (laughs) That is not an official Kong sequel,
0: but it sure ties in. I I
1: have seen the Peter Jackson King Kong. Mm Yeah. But that was it. I did not see the more recent King Kong Skull Island. Mm. I did not see any of the remakes from the 70s or you yeah, know 60s yeah. or whatever you I, know i I, I,
0: I will include in this conversation king kong knockoffs so if you want to talk about gonga <laughs> there's, so, there's only Conga's so many official ones pile of trash That's <laughs> yeah. <what Conga> <laughs> oh, boy. Like,
1: bless michael goff for everything that he did but <laughs> yeah he a terrible not, movie
0: he couldn't say that one that one's a piece of garbage
2: bless michael goff for a myriad of reasons <laughs> yeah right yeah. right yes uh so that's your they, that's the extent of it for you, right? Those conga and the Peter Jackson conga and the Peter Jackson. I yeah. liked
1: Peter Jackson, in my opinion, it was too long. Yeah. but again, that's just yeah. the Peter I, Jackson I, style. So
0: I rewatched the Peter Jackson one a few years ago, mm-hmm. and thinking like, and yeah, this really is too long. But I don't think that's a reason to poo poo it. There's some people who really just <laughs> will use that as like a big no, this movie sucks. I'm like, no, 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 it doesn't suck. It's just a little <laughs> too long. That's that's Yeah. yeah. I uh, it, It's just a little too long, and I think that King Kong doesn't look monster-ish, monstrous enough. He just looks like a big old gorilla, which is yeah. like, who cares?
1: Well, he's not portrayed as a monster in that movie. He's, no. he's even more sympathetic than the King Kong we get in the 33 yeah. original. Mm.
0: Which I think they might have overplayed it. Yes, very much so. I think they overplayed mm. that in and and the Peter Jackson I think King a
1: half Kong. hour of that movie is just the monkey and... The uh, Naomi Watts just staring at each other F- frolicking <laughs> in the fields together yeah,
0: yeah it's a little much I, I I liked the subtext of the original film a lot more rather than the overt text of the Jackson film yeah
2: rewatching that version uh, in the lead up to Skull Island um, yeah it was just it, it's definitely too long and I just forgot like how many like subplots and everything there's this yeah. whole plot that just follows the first on. mate and, this, and the kid uh, played by Jamie Bell, and he's reading Heart of Darkness, and it's like, there's, oh I, I yeah, forgot. It, I it, forgot about that. Because this is that you know, I it's, it's right after to. Return of the King, yeah. so it's 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 like Lord of the Rings. There's like so many different plots and characters, and the, yeah, yeah I, I I appreciate a lot about that movie, though. I yeah. appreciate he clearly has right. a great reverence for it, um, and uh, the, the you know the production itself, I feel like was taken with a, a lot of uh, care, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, a lot of the extended action sequences, subplots, um, the emotional stuff between Kong and that. Yeah, it, it is it, it, overindulgent, uh, self-indulgent, yeah. um, but there's, there's a lot of good stuff. I really liked that. Yeah. I, I was even, you know, after we saw Skull Island, I was still debating whether or not I liked that more than skull island because those are because i like i think the peter jackson version a little more than you do but you like skull island a little more than i do i'd love skull island yeah skull island's great but yeah this is a rare instance of a new movie that you actually like more than me yes Um, Uh, which is a rare (laughs) instance (laughs) yeah i
0: i am very much like well we'll wait for history to decide what's actually good Uh
2: uh-huh um yeah. But, but Skull Island. But Skull Island I had a blast with. We saw it in a blizzard in Rochester. You had not seen it before but you're excited to see it again. That's right. And uh yeah I was, no, I was totally
0: gung ho with seeing it again. I was
2: I was really excited seeing a King Kong movie that didn't retread the same story ground even yes. though it's a it's a it's a story that's ripe for remaking and redoing mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So I don't really have a problem yeah. with that. Um, like the 76 version did the same basic story, but changed some things up. But, uh, Skull Island, I, I did think was a great ride. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed it. Um, I, I, had some issues with it, but, uh, overall I thought, I mean, you know, Jordan Voight Roberts, I hope, you know, if that Metal Gear Solid movie ever happens, like <laughs> do, I hope it's great. Um, but yeah, Skull Island, um, I really enjoyed, I do need to rewatch. I own it. I, I haven't rewatched it on Blu-ray yet, but mm-hmm.
0: Cause I, I have your Blu-ray copy. Oh, shit. Yeah, I didn't I know that. <laughs> yeah, I do. Um, I've been sorted. This, yeah. this is thrilling for all the listeners. That's right. about <laughs> who has what movies. Yeah. Um, I have a couple copies of different movies of yours
2: um X- x-men first class, X-Men first class i've had that, that for years yeah <laughs> um you also um, have
0: my copy of metropolis
2: you've had that for yeah a while. I, I do yeah a couple of issues of haunted horror yeah i do i have, I have some uh, so king
1: kong huh yeah, yeah. King but anyway okay um, um
2: and also i besides that i think the only other uh, kong movie i've seen is the 76 king kong yeah. which uh is, is cool in a lot of ways uh it's not as good in a lot of other ways no i mean like there's cool
0: special effects
2: works like the suit itself is i mean pretty unremarkable. you get Rick baker but doing the, face, the effects right they rick, didn't rick like baker you know and mask. rick baker himself is like you know unsatisfied with like the you know they didn't have quite the time or budget to dedicate to the things yeah. that he wanted to uh-huh. but what they were able to accomplish was actually you know better than i was expecting the and face is remarkable the fa- the face yeah. in the yeah i mean but so, yeah it's it, it's like Give and take, but because like towards the end of the movie, when they have Kong in the States, it's like obviously this big animatronic thing at some point. Yeah, um, very,
0: very briefly, you can. Uh, rev- I, I, yeah, I don't know for if a you few noticed, seconds. They, they made for the 1976 King Kong, they had touted that they had made this giant King Kong robot that they had intended to use for oh, the wow. movie, like as tall as he's supposed to be in the mm-hmm. movie,
1: oh, like 50 feet. Yeah, how tall is that's How tall you something right? like that? Yeah, in the originals, it was, it was in Skull really... Island,
0: is way bigger. But... Yeah, but but yeah. In, but in '76, I mean, they made they did make this giant robot. The problem is, is it looks like crap. Yeah, <laughs> moves like crap. It's
2: like a super stiff, just super
0: stiff, barely moves
1: like Trachosaurus thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they were just excited to have this new technology. Right. That...
0: Well, well, that's the thing is, it looked like it looked like crap so much that you could only see it for about a total of 15 seconds in the movie. Yeah, they just like so, all, so all that ah, time and beautiful. effort. Uh, it they basically just made it for the publicity of we made a big Kong robot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. And but the real,
2: it. but the yeah, the real story is 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 Rick Baker's uh, work with the with the suit and with the mask yeah. and mm-hmm. and everything. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean that's it's it's the same basic story. But you make the Carl Denham character more of a. A corporate greedy person who was—it yeah, kind um, of bled over a little bit into the Carl Denham that we got with the uh, the Jack Black Peter Jackson yeah, version, which was, I thought was really good casting. Jack Black. Oh yeah, he was. I mean, he, I mean,
0: he was a lot, good, a, lot right? a lot of people a lot of people don't agree with that, but if you have seen the thirty three King Kong yeah Jack Black is perfect for Carl Denham I mean I'm he's, a, a he's big big Jack more Jack of like fan. a yeah. he's more of great.
2: like a, uh, a an unsavory um, less of like Lucidious. this like less of like this grand like it's like yeah we're gonna go do ambitious guy and more of like a conniving yeah. uh, guy but uh, yeah, yeah. Ben, which I'm is Charlie. maybe
1: how Peter Jackson sees himself
2: Oh Well, how about just well. like how
0: Marion C. Cooper saw himself as Carl Denham in the original? Exactly.
1: Movie. And
2: you but you get Charles Grodin doing that role. I mean, I'm not going to complain with uh, no, getting Charles some Charles Grodin. Grodin in there. You got and some then Jeff Bridges too. Jeff Bridges, you know, playing like you know, uh, mm-hmm. uh, like they changed up Jack Driscoll a lot for the Peter Jackson version, but they kind of have that character completely replaced with this environmentalist activist guy, J- and yeah. yeah. it, was, it was yeah, really interesting. And then uh Jessica Lang who I like in a lot of stuff but yeah I didn't but love the character one. of Duan yeah but yeah. uh overall yeah the movie's um yeah not it's the least uh, the bottom of the pack of the of the kong movies that I've seen which are just 337605 and 2017, just all the mainline ones. Yeah, I yeah seen you've seen King sequel. Kong versus Godzilla, haven't you?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah I believe I've that seen that one. Yeah, You watched my Disney Channel copy.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: But, uh, it was on the Disney Channel?
0: Uh, in 1992, yes it was. Oh, wow. And that's what my VHS copy up there on that shelf is from uh, 1992. Oh, my gosh. And oh, we taped right. it off of the Disney oh, Channel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yep.
1: That's oh, that homework. Oh yeah, King Kong. Here it is. Yeah, yeah. Yep.
0: King Kong versus Godzilla with my uh, five-year-old handwriting. <laughs> You're um, so excited. Today. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but Nate, which Kong movies have you seen?
0: Um. Well, besides all of them. Yeah. Well, I've seen the original. I've seen seventy six. Seen 05 You've seen *Son of Kong*. I've seen *Son of Kong*. Have you King seen Skull King Kong Island. lives or Coast escapes. You've I seen... have not seen *Lives*. That's oh, okay. the one, that's the one big one I haven't seen. I King Kong I, lives. I first knew where about... he has where he has a Kong wife and then they have a baby. That happens. I I first
2: knew about King Kong lives because yeah. it's a recurring joke in the big hit, the oh. late '90s hitman action comedy uh. thing with. Uh, Mark Wahlberg and Lou Diamond Phillips <laughs> <That> <laughs> it's, like a re- okay. it's like a recur- I'll take your word for it's it it's like a recurring thing that like there's this overdue VHS of King Kong Lives that they, 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 it's kind of funny actually yeah. but um, it's been a long time since uh, seen that, but oh, I'm sorry go on
0: oh Dino De Laurentiis <laughs> um, big shot producer guy so I've seen those uh, I do really we've talked about those though for the most part well Son of Kong is interesting It's it was made six months after the 33 one so yeah They bum-rushed this movie, Mm -hmm. and you can tell because the movie comes to a very abrupt end where uh, the movie's happening, the movie's happening, and then all of a sudden, oh my gosh, there's this giant earthquake, and um, it's going to sink the island. which is is done at about an hour into the movie in order to finish it, (laughs) which I assume is because they either ran out of time or money. Can't Mm. tell you
2: which. Probably
0: time. Uh, Something
1: to destroy all the sets real quick. Yeah, right. (laughs) Um,
0: But there's still good stop-motion stuff in Son of Kong. That's fun. That's good to watch um one it's not really a sequel but so much as a spiritual successor is mighty joe young the yeah. original mighty joe young oh, i've heard yeah. that one's really good um, it is really good yeah uh it is also has a distinction of the first laser disc i bought oh. mighty joe oh. young mm. um it's a very good movie. distinction yeah, yeah uh-huh. it's a very good movie. i was
1: uh, i was like the remake with uh, Charlize Theron. <laughs> yeah,
0: Charlize Theron.
2: <laughs> sure yeah and bill
0: paxton uh-huh. your
2: favorite
1: bill, bill. paxton
2: of all yeah. the Billmans,
1: Team Paxton. I'm a Pullman yeah.
2: myself, but a you're a Paxton.
0: Yeah, we, yeah. Got a, we got a Paxton in the house. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, that that one's pretty good. Um, I do love the Japanese Kong movies, even though I mean, it's rumored that when Willis O'Brien saw King Kong versus Godzilla for yeah. the first time, he kind of sl- silently wept to himself <laughs> because he was just so like sad about like just like my creation <laughs> it's, um, yeah. um, but uh, and they aren't I mean if you consider Kong 33 Kong is something you're supposed to be respectful towards which I, I guess I, I do Yeah. Um, then yeah it's upsetting but <laughs> I still I still I still like those movies oh, like man. I love King Kong vs. Godzilla yeah. it's fun uh, it's goofy The fact the original Japanese version plays as a straight comedy and yeah. I'll just show you how goofy it is They try to make it a little bit more serious For the American dub But there's still vestiges of the comedic stuff mm-hmm. going on It's just fun King Kong Escapes is very goofy He fights a giant robot Kong Called yeah. Mechanicong That's fun <laughs> um, It's a very, it's even sillier than King Kong versus Godzilla I think because they tried to aim it more At a child audience mm-hmm. uh, And the villain is Doctor Who Except it's Doctor you who, and he's voiced and he's dubbed over by Paul Freeze, who you might know. Um, Did he become Mister Freeze? Name. No, I know that name. Why no, I Paul Freese, uh He is. He does voice work in the Haunted Mansion ride. Yes, um, that is <laughs> why I know him. And he also. Um, if you ever watch a lot of Christmas specials, you'll hear his voice a lot. It's particularly in Santa Claus is Coming to Town as Burgermeister Meisterburger, That's Paul Fries. <laughs> yes. And he does that voice for Doctor Who. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I know him from you because yeah. you've mentioned him. Yeah. We've talked about Paul Freeze and yes. voice actors before.
0: He's also the one, and I want to put a little clip in out right here of this. He was also the one that narrates uh, the end of the world at the end of Beneath the Planet of the Apes. He's <laughs> like... In one of the countless billions of
4: galaxies in the universe lies a medium-sized star. And one of its satellites, a green and insignificant planet, is now
0: dead.
1: Well, you're <laughs> just going to clip it, right?
0: <laughs> oh, I'm going to put it in. Okay. Oh, yeah, I'm going to put it in. Clip. But clip. Um, as far as other like knockoff films, Conga's is pretty terrible because mm-hmm. it's just a guy in a gorilla suit and an unconvincing one at that.
1: Most recently, Rampage is Rampage? a giant gorilla Oh, I haven't gorilla. seen it. Attacking a city.
0: But that sounds like that would have been a great movie to see in a drive-in. Mm-hmm. Um, Mighty Peking Man is pretty good. You ever seen that one? Mighty mm-hmm. Peking Man? Never even heard of it. Um, there were a lot of Kong ripoffs in the wake of the 76 movie. And noted Kung Fu Factory, Golden Harvest made a Kong knockoff movie called Mighty Peking Man. Mm. It's a more horrific looking gorilla in that movie and a very scantily clad blonde <laughs> romping around. And But in this one, the blonde is not a captive of Kong, but she's a jungle girl who is very close friends with the Mighty Peking Man. And it's mm. it's it's wacky, but it's worth a watch. I thought of <laughs> um, another one yeah. that
2: you I don't think any of us have seen King Kung Fu.
0: No, not seen that. Yeah,
2: I've seen James Rolfe's coverage of King Kung Fu. Oh, looks like an yeah, Adurai. that's why I've heard that name. Yeah,
0: that's why I've heard that name. King Kung Fu. There's uh, also of one an ape
2: that yeah that knows kung fu and he uh, comes in and causes all all, all, all all sorts of trouble. Let me just tell you that. Oh boy! But where oh, you got man? W- Was that w- the
0: one that's like in Wichita? Yeah, that's that right. One? It, it, is yeah. that that one? Okay, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he climbs the tallest building in Wichita, which is a Holiday Inn. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 that's right. That is exactly oh, it. Yeah. That's right, that's right. I've, yeah, I've, I've, seen, I've seen that Cinemaster video. King Kung Fu, okay. Yeah. Yeah. There's also Queen Kong that I haven't seen, which is like a British spoof of mm. King Kong. Mm. There's one called Ape, which is spelled A asterisk P asterisk E. And there's a scene in which he flips off a helicopter. Um, now, are you thinking the, of King the, Kung, Kung Fu? Is that not from... No, no. It's a, a South Korean movie. Because I thought
2: that happened in King Kung Fu. It so. might have happened in that, too. I don't Maybe know. Maybe
1: they stole it from A asterisk P asterisk E. There you go.
2: <laughs> Ape! Did you miss an asterisk in there? Or did you get all of them? I think I got them. too. Okay, two. All, right, all two. And there's uh, um, it's like mash. <laughs> if we're yeah. getting really in the weeds here, there's the whatever ape movie that um they're watching on the TV in Troll Two. Oh yeah, with the with the uh-huh, head that uh-huh. comes uh-huh. off and then the monkey rockets in the into the air. Yeah,
0: I think that might have been some foreign movie. Yeah, um, yeah. Are you is okay, that?
2: Seth?
1: Did you hurt yourself stretching for that one? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um,
2: there's there's also I it was uh, just that in, that in my, my mind. Count. It's in my fevered
0: imagination. There's also That's one called great. Schlock, which is less a king. <laughs> Is that baros. the John, it sounds like La- John Landis? John Landis. Yeah. Uh, or it was re-released as Banana Monster. okay. Which has a very funny trailer <laughs> where they very clearly cut out the word schlock and inserted Banana Monster. Oh, my where God. Where it's like, You'll flip your lid when you see Banana Monster. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's very obviously cut it in. Oh, have to I don't even want to
1: Google out. anything called Banana Monster. Banana
2: Monster. Dan, we, we, Dan, you were a banana monster in college.
1: Well, it's true. This because is, you, you literally dressed, dressed up as a giant. This is banana. irrelevant <laughs> to King Kong.
2: It is.
0: It is relevant.
1: It seems like well,
2: it came up, so what yeah. can I say? Uh, but I think It's now the thumbnail of this podcast.
0: But yeah, I mean, you if you're going to see any of those. Uh, other kong movies besides the 33 one skull island, is skull one island
2: yeah um i mean i would say the peter jackson sure one. sure peter i mean jackson, i mean it's 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 basically yeah. you know the same it's just an extremely fleshed out version yeah, of the 33 I, I, one i think it's yeah, worth with, watching you know andy circus as is mm-hmm. kong which is yeah. uh, which is a great treat and i think so, king kong versus godzilla is a lot of fun if you want
0: to just yeah, it depends. Pure goofy fun
2: is goofy fun. Skull Island is like is like like visceral seventies pure, 70s, pure like, monster movie chaos, yeah. and then the yeah the the Peter Jackson one's more drawn out, somewhat emotional. Yeah. So I guess it depends what sort of flavor you're into. But you personally, you would rank Skull Island below thirty three. Like that's the best of the non-original.
0: I think Skull Island Skull is the Island, best yeah. of the non-original okay. ones. I, I do well, actually. If you're going to count Mighty Joe Young, I think that that's okay. That's the the best follow-up to King Kong. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or the forty-nine Mighty Joe Young. Right. Yeah. King okay. Kong, Mighty Joe Young, Skull Island. Those okay. Are the, those are the three to watch. Well, there you have it. There you go. So that about wraps up this discussion. Let's put in some plugs. Uh, let's start with in this roulette of Szelinski. But
2: uh, I'm Szelinski. You can find me on Twitter at Cap Amerikonski, and uh, you can find me. Occasionally peppering in uh, articles and videos here and there, I more recently did uh, some Mission Impossible stuff. Um, I did the review for Mission Impossible Fallout, as well as a ranking of the top 10 uh, moments from Mission Impossible movies, not counting Fallout, so it's spoiler free. And uh, you check those out. Uh, in terms of video stuff, I've had some long-running projects. that uh, I've had uh, the first installment of a, of a play, uh, PlayStation 1 retrospective series called P.S. Trex in the works for a while. That's uh, been uh, t- taking a while to get done, but it, but it's getting there, so that should be done uh, shortly. First episode is about Siphon Filter, so check um, it out. very
0: excited to, to, to see that. P.S. Trex. Love see. those it it retrospectives. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially since I didn't grow up with playstation that's true and th- uh, yeah. i'm very i'm very excited to, to hear your uh analysis
3: yeah
2: cool it's not, yeah not yeah. to five ten minutes not super long bite size yeah. retrospective perfect yeah. what do you got dan
1: mm, bite size mm, yum, mm, yum, 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 yum 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 fun size so you can find me on twitter uh liggy smalls04 also uh pretty well known at least in this room that i am a professional wrestling referee yeah you yes. are uh, primarily, I work with a company called Nickel City Wrestling, which is based in Western New York. We have a show coming up August 25th, which is going to be in Niagara Falls. All right. At the meeting place. And we are going to have WWF legend Tatanka. On <laughs> really? Card. Yeah. Wow. So he will be there. He will be wrestling. He's still in great shape wow <laughs> so he what will be there uh, he, has, he has a match um that night so please come on by uh follow them on facebook and yeah that's it come, come see right.
0: local wrestling nickel
2: Man. city it, wrestling it's good. a lot of fun it is a lot of fun y- even if you're not especially even if, even if drew in, burke is there
0: oh my gosh <laughs> 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 yeah i've said it before on this podcast but uh you know I, i'm sure some of you listening are not anywhere near the western new york area if that's the case just Find local wrestling where you live. Mm-hmm. Go check it out. It's mm-hmm. fun. You get to shout things and watch people do crazy physical stunts. Mm-hmm. It's fun. and That's mm.
1: three wrestling references, and that's enough. That's enough.
0: Yeah. Uh, of course, I am Nate Lockhart. Of course, I'm Nate Lockhart. I have been your host. Obviously, That's right. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate underscore Lockhart. You can follow me on instagram i have an instagram account all right now. Mr. Oh, pants. Uh, nathaniel.lockhart nathaniel with an i-e-l wow how long um, did it take you to come up with that name uh it took me as long as it took me to register for my gmail account years ago oh, okay. <laughs> that's how i got it uh so yeah you can follow me there on on insta um don't find me on facebook <laughs> um, you go to, Why
1: would you say that? Now people just say, don't what?
0: don't go away. It's private. Um there is uh, of course And you can't come. <laughs> uh, I, I get reference. that. I get that. Yeah. Um I find all my past episodes of Memory Machine my and uh, other guests of course uh, uh, memorymachinepod.com We've done several different topics at, the, at this point so just find something you might be interested in and give it a listen. I'm sure you'll have fun. Also, I failed to mention this in the last podcast, but I was on a recent episode of the Devil's Do podcast talking about San Diego Comic Con stuff. Normally, I don't tend to follow that stuff very closely, but there were a couple big trailers that were, a couple big um, topics that were near and dear to my heart, namely Godzilla and the OG Captain Marvel. The one who That's says right. "shazam." Mm-hmm. So yep. I talked about that a little bit. If you right. want to go listen to listen to that, you, I believe it's devilsdoepod. dot something like that. You can Google it; just Google "devils do podcast." It'll pop up. You can find the podcast about San Diego Comic Con and listen to me talk,
1: or even just, more than what you're talking, even more about, than what I'm talking right now. Man, I um, think this closing is as long as the podcast was. Shush! <laughs>
0: almost done. Uh, we, we
1: have so much to push at you. Guys. We do.
0: But that does it for my plugs. There's already been a promo in the middle of this for Geekiverse stuff. So I'm not going to go that route. All right. Well, thanks again for listening. And we'll Thank be back. Thank you very much. It's been a lot of fun. Of weeks. I'm glad you guys uh, stuck around. This has been fun. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see you back in a couple of weeks talking about something else. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. <laughs> with Melissa Joan Hart?
1: She's the f- worst. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart, no, shut up. <laughs> Melissa Joan Hart is the worst actress and the worst television personality that has ever existed ever.
0: You didn't like, uh, you didn't like
1: Cursa? No. Didn't care if Cursor explains it <laughs> all. She She's the most winning, like, horrible actress. She has no sense of timing or, like, affect or, like, tone, like, none of it. She's terrible. So terrible all around. Oh,
4: man. God, she's well, the I worst. I wish I
2: could find a show <laughs> date that will never be able to. Watch.